9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening. Oceaga is coming back to Montreal August 4th to 6th, 2023. That's this year. And as always, Sarah and I are going to do a podcast series uh, celebrating the non-headliner acts of Oceaga. Sure, the headliners like Rufus Dussault, Billie Eilish, and Kendrick Lamar are great, but we're going to be ignoring them, and actually we're going to be ignoring the entire top line of each lineup each day. Uh, not because they're not great, but because we think there's amazing bands that uh, we want to share with you. Uh, we're going to be sharing 10 bands a day that we think are worth your while to try to convince you to get to Oshiaga as early as possible and check out all these bands. Uh, maybe you're going to make like your summer playlist based on this podcast, uh, or, or not. I mean, whatever. Uh, see you at Oshiaga. We're going to be doing these every two weeks, guys. Bye. Sarah, guess what? 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 It's May. That means it's almost summertime. Remember Wait, the- what? <laughs> you remember, though, if you're listening to this and you're in the Montreal area, remember when there was this that weekend of summer in April? I guess Toronto had it, too. So all of our listeners, Montreal and Toronto, uh, there was that weekend in April where it was like, hey, I'm summertime. Then it was like, actually, no, I'm not. Now I'm cold and shitty. But do you know when? It will be warm and amazing. It would it be sometime in April? No, it will be the first weekend of August, Sarah. I also thought I was saying August when I said April. Nope. <laughs> hey, listener, guess what? Our wedding anniversary is in April. Like, if you think that there was like a month that Sarah might know, <laughs> it's April. <laughs> Anyway, and we just said it's May. <laughs> yeah, guys, it's been a long life. <laughs> <laughs> we made it through another winter, and we're getting ready for Oceaga. And as we always do, we picked ten bands from each day, removing the headline. Yeah. So we're no headliners. No headliners, and obviously we're going to start things off with Friday. And since we have removed the headlines from the equation. Bands that we are not talking about, not because they're not awesome and we don't want to recommend them. Uh, Joey Badass, The Flaming Lips, Aya Nakamura, Rufus Dussault. That's the top line of the billing. We're not going to talk about them, although we are excited for several of them. Oh, my God. So so excited. Um, but we, we're not going to talk about them because everyone we, else is. Everybody else is. They don't need What best. about everybody else? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, so the first band I'm going to talk about, it's going to jump right into it. Who? Uh Dimi. Get me. I'm going to play it. I will say that this overall, we've listened pretty much to the entire lineup at this point. There, It's a very Friday multi- is amazing. Yeah, but there's also... Like, Friday Can we just is amazing. say Friday is amazing. I was going to say for the whole weekend, there's a lot of like... A lot of... Several a day. Yeah. Now of the acts that are not singing in English. Many acts that are not singing in French. Yeah. Even like you think like, oh, they're not singing in English. It's a Montreal festival singing in French. No. No. Not singing in French. Uh, and the first pick that I have are singing in Turkish. What? What? The band is Altın Gun. Uh, and they are Anatolian rock. Now, if, you, if you're like me, maybe you have heard slightly of Anatolian rock. but I don't know what that word means. Are you going to explain it? Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> what is Anatolian rock? Um... 
In Turkish, I believe it's called Anadolu, Anadolu rock. Okay. Uh, so it's psychedelic rock that emerged in like the mid-60s. So it took like kind of like some traditional folk vibes from like Turkish music and then made like psychedelic music. And as soon as I say like psychedelic rock from the 60s, you're like, oh yeah, that's a sound that I'm familiar with. And that sound is Anatolian rock. So even if you haven't like heard of the genre, you probably have. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like with like the sitars and all that stuff and you're like you can watch like a watch again just saying psychedelic rock yeah exactly but like but like turkish psychedelic rock like it's not like even some of the but that those vibes got so much into psychedelic music you even started hearing them like creep up into like beatles tracks yeah and stuff but like that really was like turkish music that obviously came out uh, and like a bunch of rock groups got big in turkey and like i think yeah mostly the mid-60s um so they're a band that they actually are based in the Netherlands. Um, they actually also, recently, in the month of May, yeah. just secured the top spot of the world music charts in what? Europe. What? That's so cool. <clears throat> for their album. And it says it's like Ask, but there's a squiggly under the S. So I believe it's like Ask or something. Like It's not Ask. It's, if not, you're Turkish. it's not the English word Ask. It's not the name yeah. of their album is what I'm saying. <laughs> If you're Turkish, <coughs> please tell us how to say this. Um, what else do we have to say? Yeah, so one of the things that I will say about them is they've released five albums in the last five years. <coughs> one a year. That's one a year, basically. It's actually not. Cause Wait, they, are they like new new? What do you mean are they new new? Is it like the band, like the album Ask? No, like you just have like five releases in five years. Yeah. So in the last five years. In the last. F- oh, okay. So yes. they're not like a five-year-old band. Mm, they got together in I want to say, like 2017. 2016. Oh, I just googled it. You just googled it. So yeah, so like seven years old. Got it. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. Yes. Yeah, so I did not think that. I thought they were a band that was alive forever. Well, because I mean, uh, so that that's the thing. If you're wondering, like, how do they sort of like rock? five albums in five years is that like a lot of their songs are versions of like traditional Anatolian rock songs. So like if you listen to a lot of their songs and then you like copy paste the title of that song into YouTube, Mm -hmm. you will find sometimes like grainy footage from the sixties of another band playing like a style (laughs) of it. Like obviously they're putting their own kind of like spin on it it and stuff, but yeah, that's it. So like a lot of their musics are, and like, I don't even, you can't even, I think consider them covers because even the, like from what I understand. And so again, if you are a, like a, Anatolian rock aficionado correct me if I'm wrong from what I understand even like those songs are then just like psychedelic rock versions of traditional like folk songs anyway so like those songs like we're not yeah, written a lot of, anyway the, that's like all the 60s it's all like folk songs that like, everyone yeah exactly that's made it. a so spin it, on it or so yeah, even so 70s yeah so really it's not 60s. as though they just like yeah were written in the 60s they were already traditional songs but then they're kind of like putting their their spin on it cool um so i picked a song use and reuse yes <laughs> so i picked a song i have a couple more things to say but i do want to listen to them uh i picked a song off of ask again i hope i'm kind of saying it uh correct and I'm, this is i'm going to butcher called uh Raki, rakia su katamam cool let's hear it i'm ready to listen to it
I think they're going to be a party. Yeah, I've saying. never seen one of their videos, but it's exactly what I was hoping their videos <laughs> would be like. It's like a psychedelic, kind of not safe for work, stop motion animation. But it's well, also like, in paper. Yeah, I said, well, stop motion with paper. Um, so apparently, also, this is something I want to talk about. I, I saw, watched an interview with... Um, I, I'm, not even, I'm just going to say the lead singer, because I cannot... I will massacre her name. Uh, and she was talking about how a lot of the like traditional Turkish music uh, is about the, the like the classic traditional topics of traditional Turkish music are love, death, and existentialism. And she went to say that there are over 40 different words to express sadness in Turkish. I'm super down with that. <laughs> uh, I mean, all three things. <laughs> love, death, and existentialism. Yeah, that's life. Mm. Uh, the other thing I will say that um, <clears throat> so apparently they've mixed they've messed around with their styles a little bit. One of their albums yeah. is like apparently more like electronic. It's actually really hard to find, and people kind of think that it might be hard to find because they're not super into it. But apparently the psychedelic like live on the floor rock sound of the latest album is like what their live shows are about. So I feel that they might have like experimented as a band maybe during COVID and stuff like to be like, oh, we're going to do other stuff. And then they were yeah, like, no. Because like maybe they're exactly like there is also like a lot of live shows happening and they're probably like, hey, you want to yeah. go on this thing? And it's a lot easier to just do like, I don't know. I'm saying this, but I don't know. Just because I feel like they have 9,000 instruments. Sure. Yeah. This, and they also, like they also, I think electronic music, you if, don't need 9,000. It's true. But, I, and also I think that they, you can kind of like, you can do it a little bit more piecemeal. Like, cause like apparently they recorded this in a studio, but like with all the band in it. So they had like, they were playing multiple instruments and tracking multiple instruments all at the same time. Like, so as opposed to like just the guitar guy playing the guitar part and like com composing it. So, so they were like really jammy. Yeah, exactly. That's sick. So. I love that. I always found it weird that like they don't do that. Well, it's cause they need so many takes I and know. stuff. Uh, but it just sounds like Oh, and the real. album Ask means uh, Deeper feeling of love Nice So that's sh one of I'm the words for I'm love Not for sadness hey, <laughs> I'm gonna put that one in the bank For um, anniversary cards Anniversary cards? Yep Just if you can remember Ask Yep uh, Who did you Who you, you, you want to talk about? Uh, I'm staying in the uh, Europe side I'm of things staying in europe um n they are english though okay. they're actually english it's lovejoy oh um so this is like kind of weird because like this guy like the the um, the lead mm -hmm. wilbur wilbur um he was like a twitch streamer before he became like lovejoy the band okay um, but yeah, I watched some of it and I don't get it. Like, it's just not for me. I'm too, what, I'm too Twitch old. Twitch streaming? Yeah. Like the, what he was Twitch streaming was like, like games, but then also like, and I like the fact that he like did some of those music on Twitch. Like that's fun. Mm -hmm. But then there was also like, he had like this, I don't know what it's called, but, um, it's like reaction videos. Yeah. But that's what, and it, oh yeah, Suit House. He had a channel called Suit House. Yeah, um, and he was like the lead editor and co-founder. And I watched those, but they're really long. Yeah, they're like 
20 plus minutes and i was like oh i only have patience for apparently 30 seconds but <laughs> no it's like a whole thing and i this was like this is what we've discussed so listen up what is listener. this we're old people uh we are we were hanging out with our nieces and they were watching yes like, that's what it is they're it like was like 40 that. minute videos of just like a girl kind of like talking and doing a monologue and stuff and it's just it's not that like i it doesn't click and that but that's a lot of youtube like you've watched that show like uh what is it content house or whatever it is yeah or, yeah like they just it have, felt like that they have to produce so much stuff yeah on a daily basis and their followers will watch them for hours in a day it's crazy yeah so uh, i feel that maybe wilbur from lovejoy just realized that cashed he could, be, in. could a cashed in if he built a fan base but then also realized that like oh i can take the amount of effort that i'm doing yeah. <laughs> twitch streaming and make music because it's a 24 7 job one thing i will say but no okay here's the thing though talking about memes for 20 minutes i know it's crazy anyway but it's because here's what it is. I, it's people who like the the people the, those videos. Someone explain this to me because they have some, kids. I need one of you guys to explain this to me. Listen who up. Who watch them? What are the what's the youngest generation? What are the what are teenagers called now? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Gen Z. It's Gen Z. No, Gen Z is like twenty year olds. Oh man, what not if, teenagers. But I think if you're teenagers, you're in Gen Z. You're just young Gen Z. I don't know. There's like a 20-year gap on a generation usually. Okay, whatever. Like a generation's then, more then, than 10 Yeah, years. then they're Gen Z. Young Gen Zs. Young Gen Zers. Yeah, Can exactly. you please explain this to me? I think it's because they didn't have anybody to talk to during COVID, so they just, the phone talked to them. Mm. Like, I, I like, I used to love watching YouTube videos, but like, they're short and they're sketches. They're not just people talking at you, but not at you. They're playing TikTok. So yeah. <laughs> Old man yells at clouds. I will say one thing. <laughs> Old man. <laughs> <laughs> so I will say one thing. You mentioned uh, before when we were recording that it was like hard to find information on them, and a big part of it, I think, is what we are talking about is that th these guys know how social media works, and they've like manipulated social media even around their launches. Like they've released like weird like cryptic code things that have gotten people super excited for like weeks in a buildup to be like a song is out without actually saying a traditional like. We're song, dropping a yeah. song on this date. They just like release weird things to get people talking. So they really understand like that vibe probably coming out of their their Twitch streaming YouTube channel, all that stuff. It's like they know how to connect to that audience. Yeah. And people like there are articles about what like this single word tweet means, even though it's about nothing. Like it's the, the people love it. Yeah, that lost me. Yeah. But anyways, um, I really like them, which is cool is like Everyone in the band has, like, some songwriting um, on that. Okay. Um, which is really cool. Um, for those who have heard them from the beginning, their first e uh, EP was Are You All Right? And I really like that one, actually. Mm -hmm. um, and then the uh, – what else did I watch? Actually, I kind of watched all of them. I really like their videos. So – this is one of the things that I want to talk about before we watch it. Just to put it in your mind, okay? okay. But, like, it's kind of like pop art, but instead of, like, on, like, a canvas or a printout, whatever, mm -hmm. it's, like, in a video. Okay. So, you'll see what I mean. I'm ready Like, there's, there's like, words, there's images. It's, like... Like and a it, collage. Kind of, but, like, it's either real life, like, like <laughs> as if, like... 
a home video, like watching this person walk through whatever or like doing shit, whatever. And then sometimes it's cartoon, but even the cartoon has that vibe. Like I think I they feel do that l- a really up. great job. There will be a link to the video. No, but there's multiple videos. I'm yeah. talking about like a collage of them, okay? Okay, so watch some of their videos, and we, we, we will be watching one of them, and I will link to this one, because what Sarah said sounds like nonsense. I mean, anyway, all I'm trying to say is they know their aesthetic. They, they kept w- it. I like it. All right. Let's, let's, what and are we I checking out? I don't understand. What song are we suit. checking out? Uh, we are going to wa- listen to Call Me What You Like mm-hmm. on their latest album, Wake Up When It's Over. Okay. So you can understand why I like them. So I found myself in your mum's bedroom Fighting with the pink roller blinds It's on pay-per-view Just place your bets on who's lost their minds You take a pirouette under two faces You sigh with perfect pitch and time I'm not made for you, but what else is new? Although she tells me that it's nothing Okay, so no lie, guys. When we saw the singer, Sarah said he's just a little baby. I did. <laughs> I was like, how does this guy have this voice? Like, I was not expecting, like, like someone this small with that powerful <laughs> he does, voice. He does, he does look youthful. I'm sure he's, like... No, but it's just more about, like, because he's, like, small. You know what I mean? Like, he's not, like, I don't know. Hmm. And he doesn't sound like... You know, he's smoked all the cigarettes in the world. So, my next pick is someone who is age appropriate. Uh, I chose Dope Lemon to talk about. Uh, Dope Lemon, a.k.a. Angus Stone. He's 37. So, you know, one of the oldest people on the bill. No, that's not true. But, like, it's not not true either. Okay, but is this why I really like Dope Lemon? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's old people music. <laughs> it's old people music. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> but listen, okay, he has like, so he, before he started performing as Dope Lemon, he performed uh, with his sister as like uh, Angus and Julia Stone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they did a song called Big Jet Plane. Why am I telling you this? Uh, it, two months ago at a uh, live show, uh, Post Malone brought him up on stage to perform big jet planes and said that it was like post Malone was like, this is my favorite song in fucking forever. What? So that's so cool. Like, so listen up, even though he's an older gentleman, almost 40 years old, uh, that's why he's like, that's first of all, take it back. That's big cred (laughs) is what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, he started recording as dope lemon in 2016. Like I said, previously he was doing, uh, stuff. He's been, Making music for a tremendous amount of time, if you take a look at uh, his whole career. But we're going to focus on... Look, he's performing as Dope Lemon, so I assume that he's only... Like, I don't know if he's going to play, say, Big Jet Plane. Maybe he will, since Post Malone just put a big spotlight on it. But Yeah, like, maybe like everyone's going to be like, oh my god, Dope Lemon, they're just going to play Big Jet Plane, because Post Malone made him. Maybe. It's possible. Um, that's my voice for every other human being. Yeah, that's listen. She's putting on a voice for this podcast, but you just heard is her regular voice. It's true. This is my real voice. Imagine. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just cringed for everyone. 
<laughs> even my real voice is bad, so oh, wow. that's even worse. <laughs> um. So, <clears throat> what do you, I have to say you, about it? How would you categorize Dope Lemon? How would I categorize Dope Lemon? Because uh, I see what you wrote. Folk acoustic rock soul? See, I don't agree. So, Sarah, so here's the thing that I'll tell you about Sarah, listener, is that Sarah doesn't pretends to not like folk music but like she does if it's like rock <laughs> yeah because it's rock it's not folk but like soul rock with like there's definitely like folk tinges in here i there 100 percent is um the live shows so i gave them a look for those who could hear my eyes roll and give a the look. whole band kind of wears like costumes is maybe like the wrong term but like they dress up to perform like they'll have like wide brimmed hats and like colored suits and stuff like it's a it's Keith, a it's a vibe they're performers i know but i'm just saying not everybody does this and not everybody does this in 2023 no i know sarah so i'm just saying i actually really like that because usually rock bands don't it's like but it's true like usually rock bands don't like go all out they're like oh i'm gonna wear my leather jacket and jeans like i always do except for father john misty Right. <laughs> he dresses up all the time, no matter how hot it is. Yep. Yeah, and and what's crazy is that, like I said, like I said, it's not a costume. It's not like oh, they're they're wearing no, costume. they're just dressing up. Yeah, they're just dress, dressing fancy. Listen, when we when back in the day when you used to go to see shows, you used to put on your best gear. That's right. Frank Sinatra always performed in a suit. <laughs> <laughs> Just old people. Um, <laughs> so the song I chose from Dope Lemon <laughs> is Sorry. called Rose Pink Cadillac, which, uh, as per Angus, was like a love song for anyone like needing love during COVID. Aww. And also, I mean, well, it's spoilers for Sarah, I guess, and for you if you watch the music video. Another reason I chose it is that the music video features vampires. Cool. We're listening to it now. never gonna convince me <laughs> that this is folk i it's like so you're wrong funk folk okay yeah okay, okay i'm wrong wow funk, I'm wrong. okay i'm wrong I'm folk wrong. absolutely not uh anyway so uh, if you do watch the video they apparently like dress essentially like they do in the video on the on stage it's like which is like i said it's dressed dressed up it's cool yeah i like it so he's uh angus stone is from australia and we wondered has he ever not been tanned he has such a good tan going yeah that's great tan guy i bet you he's like he's like those those kids <laughs> you know those kids those kids who just surf all the time in australia <laughs> uh uh who else you want to talk about so talking about old people old people you know <laughs> let's stick on to that uh, with poolside again <laughs> do you want me to read your note what did i write you wrote <laughs> so it's the like, oh no I want to read it. Okay. So it's the well, I did on. so much research. So, guys, I do, as you know, if you've ever listened to these, 
I do a lot of homework. Mm-hmm. I got a whole four lines on Poolside. Yes. Even though I've been listening to Poolside for 11 years. Yes. So it's Holy shit. <laughs> Harvest Moon came out 11 years ago. Yes. The they uh, had a 10-year anniversary. Yes, I know. I was going to say it's the 10-year anniversary specifically. It's the 10-year anniversary of Pacific Standard Time, which was like the debut Poolside album. Yeah. And so, yeah, that the album... Harvest Moon is a single came out 11 years ago. Everyone was doing like remixes of it, not just like it was like the Harvest Moon 10 year remix. I know, because I mean, you know, it of itself is a cover. I know. It's amazing. Anyway, but I'm just saying, yeah, like we have had Harvest Moon on, I think, like every every, every summertime sitting by the lake playlist that we've ever made would feature the Harvest Moon. I can't believe it's. Fucking eleven years old now. Yes, with a full yeah, exactly. July the the album the album Pacific Standard Time came out July 9th. So like at Oceaga, it will be ten years and one month old. So if you're like eighteen years old, no, at but it was twenty eleven. Yeah, that was the single, but the album dropped in oh, twenty twelve. It's sorry. a ten year anniversary of the album. The single came out before the album. But it was a ten year anniversary of the song last year, yes. and everyone did remixes. Yes. I was just trying to tell you that. I know, story. but I'm saying, but right now they're you're re- confusing. They're doing me. a re release and like and all that stuff of I Pacific Standard Time as the first album. I, yeah, that makes sense. Um, yes, that's what I'm. So getting. what's cool about Poolside is mm-hmm. that they're gonna have a seven piece band. Okay. Hopefully. Because they said that they're touring for the first time a seven-piece band since 2019. Okay. So, so it's going to be a full tour as opposed to just the, the hymn. Exactly. Which is going to be fun in a different way. So I'm actually really excited. Because there, like, there's no music videos for Poolside. There's just music. Okay. So, and like, again, love it. <laughs> love it. L- love it. It's literally exactly the music that you want to listen to in the summer. When you're Poolside? When you're poolside, uh, rooftoping, grass, chilling, doing anything, basically. It's also great date night music mm-hmm. and hosting music. So, a little tip on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, what I, like, anyway, um, it's basically Jeff Paradis is basically the guy who started it jeff paradise oh it's paradise yes oh, i'm so fucking french sometimes <laughs> jeff parody paradise there's an e on the end so it's jeff jeffrey paradise yeah, also he's not french he's from like la or something i know though. he's like not even it's like somewhere in the states i know but i just thought it was that yeah. i don't know he jeff has a paradise. french vibe okay okay you're um, just thinking because, like, I think you literally picked a song that you did with Empathies. Yeah. <laughs> but I also, it does, like, have, like, that, like, French vibe. Yeah. Like, the French summer mu- music like vibe. French cocktail party. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, Jeffrey. Jeffrey Paradise. <laughs> um, yeah, he basically, like, has does it all like yeah yeah he play like he, so he's producer. touring with he's touring with the seven piece band but he's actually can he's a yeah. multi-instrumentalist and he's also a producer and he has like another album that he produces which i forgot to write down because i'm really great at very, this stuff very i think it's pro. like bad blood i think that's wrong mm-hmm. but i'm gonna go with that you guys can look it up um but yeah like he does all the instrumentals and the music he's from san diego san diego yeah and then he currently resides in la yeah, but everyone lives in LA. And the Pacific Standard Time was basically 
spent. It was like him and his friends. Yeah, but, like, it, but it was at an actual pool house. But it was no? right. Yeah, but it was actually based on his years in San Francisco. So he's been like a California kid yeah. his whole life. But he has a French vibe. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Yeah. He does not look like he has a French vibe, though, when you see him. <laughs> but his music is a French vibe. So, yeah, so apparently they, they recorded in it like, well, yeah, exactly. They, I really thought this whole time it was Paradis. This no, entire time I've Paradise. lived. Anyway, so, yes. <laughs> recorded in an actual pool house with the plenty of mezcal on hand and very few expectations, says the You know, the mezcal and, like, pool house also is sounds to me like very California. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I said he's from San Diego, California. San Diego. Yes, thank you. You, that, you don't want to know how old that movie is, Sarah. Nope. Don't anyway, want to know. Uh, what song are we going to listen to? Well, we're going to listen to... Oh, wait. Shit. I Feel High. Yeah, I Feel High from... And it's the one with Lemparatris. Thanks yes. for already spoiling that one. Okay, well, spoilers for our next episode. We're also going to recommend L'Imperatrice. And I'm going to use the same song. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This, I haven't decided yet because we're using this song. So they kind of get like a double. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, okay. That's not really fair. So we'll see. We'll yeah. see. There's a lot of really good bands. If we don't get to L'Imperatrice next episode, uh, we're also recommending L'Imperatrice. Yeah, 100%. All right. But this is Cool Side. As you heard, this one is a remix. Like, not a remix. It's with. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a collab. With. It's a collab. Featuring yeah. L'Imperatrice. Anyway, he does like a million of these. So they're all amazing. All his collabs are super great. So I find it's really fun. I like the <laughs> fact that it, like, no, I'm but it's cool I'm because I like that, like, an, an artist works with other people and, like, can still keep their own vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway. The other thing that I wanted to say, which I forgot, is um, he d- there's like an hour DJ set that I uh-huh. found called Poolside DJ Set with Techo and Poolside Interview. Tycho. Tycho, sorry. <laughs> um, you don't need to watch the interview. It's at the end. They're not really like... They're just like talking. They're not like really talking. Well, maybe about it'll anything. interest you, you know? But I said you don't really need to. Oh, okay. But the DJ set is amazing. So. Awesome. You can, like, just hang out, put it on, have a glass of wine, <laughs> smoke a joint, whatever you want. Glass of champagne. So, so moving on. Closing off the episode, uh, we're going to be talking about uh, Gabriel's. Keith and I fought over this. We fought over who was going to get to talk about Gabriel's, and then we decided that Sarah does research shittier so i was gonna research gabriel's yeah uh you like so genuine, i am trash genuine discovery for us um so like stopped walking on the street because the sound like the beautiful music that i am listening to and this deep beautiful voice mm-hmm. this is why i was gonna take them you just were. to talk about that but i can talk about it 
Well, Keith tries to find his notes because he's scrambling because somebody is so prepared all the time. He forgets all his stuff. Do you know what happened? Do you want me to pull back the uh, the curtain on what happened? Yeah. Because all of my notes just said Lusk, and I forgot his first name. It's Jacob Lusk. is the singer of Gabriel. So he's American, but the rest of the band is from England, uh, as far as I can understand. And like they're named Gabriels because of the street mm. uh, that well, one of the the players is from yeah so uh and that's what i'm saying is the, the thing that will stop you cold when you do hear gabriel's is really like the voice of jacob lusk uh he like was, i'm getting chills thinking about his voice yeah uh, he was like raised in uh, not to say obviously but like when you hear it like he was raised singing in like a gospel choir mm-hmm. uh he also was a finalist i want to say on american idol back in 2011 um which okay first of all like it's sad that he would have to do that because i like well not only not only did he did he have to do that that like almost ended his music career because of the weird like he i guess listen i think i think he can't actually like he's very hesitant to talk about it a because i don't think he had a good enjoyed the experience but there might also be like crazy a lot of people don't yeah yeah there might be like there also might be like since he is also like since he's kind of like getting famous outside of the system yeah you know like there might be various contractual stuff so um yeah he apparently after the american idol experience and like touring because like he toured with them and did other stuff uh almost quit music altogether uh, but then he ended up being a choir director, and he. But then his choir started to be like the backup choir for like Gladys Knight and like Diana Ross. And, like, that is so, like, fucking sick. Yeah, so like he like okay. became like a professional choir director, not like a not a just like he's down at the church, whatever. Like a choir that yeah. you could like hire, uh, choir for hire, choir for hire. Uh, Imagine the world being robbed of Gabriel's. Mm-hmm. I can't even, I can't even, I can't. So now I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy that so, he's making yeah, music. So they brought out their, their debut AP back in 2020 called uh, Love and Hate in a Different Time. Uh, n- no big deal. A little small praise from Mr. Uh, Mr. Sir Elton John. Were uh, you going to say Mr. Sir Elton John? Mr. Sir Elton John. <laughs> Uh, said one of the most seminal records I've heard in the last ten years. Uh, there is a not. This is not the song that we're going to be playing because it's from a couple of years ago. Um, but if you take a look at the video for "Love and Hate in a Different Time," the title track off of it, um, it's like incredible. <laughs> it's it's just like an incredible music video. It really speaks to kind of like a, the Black Lives Matter protests and stuff like that. It's a uh, Gonna make gonna make you have all the feels, uh, and th- and not that we don't want to listen to that song. It's just we're listening to a, a more recent song. But do check out that song and that video. Um, so when they started recording their they, they were touring I think in 2021, uh, and they were started like working on the album. And then when they were in June, they actually they were about, like halfway done. They had to cancel like weeks and weeks of their tour dates. Why? Uh, Why? As Jacob said he was like I hated it he's like I'm a new artist and canceling shows just makes you seem like undependable right like we've seen a lot of like new artists yeah they say that like it's true though because like you don't want to upset your fans so um someone who you may not have heard of is Soonwave but he's the producer for Beyonce and Kendrick Lamar and he wanted to produce for them but was only available for like a narrow 
period of time. Yeah. When, so they were like, when so when Kendrick he, Lamar when and Beyonce opens, yeah, you go. Wait, exactly. So when Kendrick Lamar and Beyonce's producers like, I'm into your sound. I want to produce tracks for you. Uh, and apparently they like rework. Come in on Tuesday. Yeah, exactly. He was like, it was too, that up, like you're on your first tour, but you're also it was like too much of an opportunity to, to miss. So, and apparently they reworked everything uh, with Soonwave. So like, yeah. I, I, I understand why yeah, no, cancel that, shows. As a fan, I would 100% understand mm-hmm. because then you were like, holy shit, what is going to come out next? Yeah. When you're anyway, uh, so we are going to listen to a, a more recent track called Angels and Queens. If I don't come back, it's because I fainted because it's amazing. Oh my goodness. Listen, <laughs> I I came to three times. You came to, you passed out, you kept having to be like woken up. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, the voice. Yeah, so this track came out uh, like seven months ago and we're in May, November. That puts us in November. Yeah, of 2022. so yeah, the end like, of the year, yeah, basically. More recent track. Oh, I just, anyway, I really need you guys. Go see Gabriel's. It's going to be, yeah. it's our 100%, like, obviously we love all these bands, but I feel Gabriel's is like sleeper pick. Oh my god, yeah. No, no, no. A hundred percent. Like if you're with your friends and they're like, Oh, it's Gabriel's be like, let's go. Let's if you're, go you're like, them. I'm no longer friends with you. <laughs> okay, bye. Drag your friends to see Gabriel's, guys. I yeah, promise. like if if there is a conflict, I don't know what would make me not see them. I don't know. Like nothing. I wanna like this is the this is the Yeah, I think this is the, the artist yeah. for me. This is the artist for me. This is like a must see for Friday. Like double underline highlighted. Put it on the books. Um so yeah, if you are enjoying the show, we're gonna be doing these every two weeks. And I swear I'll do more homework. No, you won't. She's always saying that. Uh yeah, so next episode will be five more picks from friday and then we'll move on to saturday and do follow that format and you're gonna hear with us as the weather gets nicer and nicer as we head towards august <laughs> it's true right now it's like you know it was eight degrees and raining and there was hail See? yesterday seeing that it's eight degrees was like a generous nice, yeah <laughs> Uh, I, oh, had yeah, a he- I had a heated blanket on today, yeah, and we hopefully the next time I'm in cozy pajamas. Yeah, hopefully the <laughs> next time we're not doing that. All right, see you at Oshiag, everybody. Can't Bye. wait to see you. Bye. Bye. Love you. Hey.
Hey there. Thanks for listening. Obviously, if you enjoyed the show, uh, tell your friends about it. Talk to us. You can, wherever you saw the show, feel free to engage with us. We're both very friendly. I uh, promise you. Uh, just to let you know that all audio clips are copyrighted to their respective owners and used solely with the intention of promoting Oshiaga. Uh, the intro song that we use, or intro and or outro song, is uh, Paradise Engineering, uh, instrumental version by Yacht, and is licensed under a attribution, non-commercial, share-alike, 3.0 United States license. Um, just so you know, if you do enjoy the show and like our vibe, uh, we do run a website called 9to5.cc where we have a bunch of other podcasts on the show. We have Go Plug Yourself, where we talk to interesting Montrealers, and we have 9ES, which is more of a pop culture show. So if that either of those two things seem like your vibe, uh, go check out 9to5.cc. Um, otherwise, can't wait to see you at Oshiaga. Bye. 9to5.cc, podcasts, blogs, and comics, made in Montreal since 2011.